And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. I'm very thankful that you've decided to spend your time joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. Today, I will be flying solo, unfortunately. Uh, my wonderful co-host, Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K., uh, will be out today and should be back next week uh, on this program. We try bringing you various uh, and informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and the parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Dan Baird and Mark Steen of San Antonio Exodus 90. Uh, both men have journeyed through the growing Exodus 90 spiritual exercise and will share with us today how that journey has made them better husbands, better fathers, and of course, better men of faith, and how this Exodus 90 journey can do the same for the men out there who may be looking for a way to go deeper and grow more in their own faith journey. I got to tell you, uh, you know, it's exciting for me to have Dan on the show uh, today because he was, um, you know, he served on the Acts uh, team um, during my Acts retreat. Uh, most of y'all know uh, and heard through the program, of course, that I, I completed my Acts retreat back in October. Dan happened to be uh, one of my brothers, uh, you know, that was serving on that retreat, and that's where we made this connection. And he. He's got this wonderful, um, you know, wonderful story to tell about his experience with another wonderful, um, you know, spiritual exercise in Exodus 90. Uh, and I'm looking forward to having that conversation with him. Um, but of course, before we begin and before we get this show started, I want to begin as we should do in all things, and that's in prayer. So wherever you might be, place your concerns and desires in the hands of the Lord and pray for the grace to trust and accomplish his will for you. Meditate on these words and pray along with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. St. Joseph, protector of the Holy Church, pray for us. Holy Mary, mother of God, Pray for us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
I got to tell you, it is kind of odd being solo right now because at this point uh, in time, I'd be turning things over and discussing with uh, Alexandra, you know, uh, what's going on for today. But I've got you listeners, you out there tuning in uh, and listening to me. So, you know, just just bear with me. We're going to get through this together. OK, a uh, couple things, uh, of course, before we get started with the conversation with Dan and Mark, I do want to get us uh, caught up on some things uh, going on right now. And I'm sure you've heard the um, you know, you've heard the PSAs, you've heard the announcements out there. You've probably even seen it online, but we are right smack dab in the middle of the GRN um, annual car raffle. This year, if you haven't heard, we are uh, raffling off a 2022 Mercedes Benz GLA 250. Wow, just saying that is uh, is a treat because I've never thought that having the opportunity to own a Mercedes Benz could be so uh, could come so easily. I mean, you're talking about twenty five dollars per ticket, or you can get purchase four and get one free. All right, so if you're doing the math in your head, that's five tickets for a hundred bucks. All right, so twenty five tickets, or excuse me, twenty five dollars for one. Five for a hundred. Uh, this is your opportunity, especially if you, you know, if you're anything like me, if you got that champagne taste, but you've got that beer budget, you know, if you like, if you like going to Ruth's Chris, but can only do Whataburger, I'm with you. Okay. So this is kind of what that's like. But if you've ever wanted the opportunity to own a Mercedes Benz GLA 250, you have that opportunity uh, right now. Uh, you can go to grnonline.com forward slash raffle uh, to make that purchase. Or you can call me here. You can call, you know, any one of us here at the um, office and radio station, um, pick up the phone, dial 210-579-9844. Again, that's that phone number. And of course, that website one more time is grnonline.com forward slash raffle. Uh, we're going to be out at Zito's Deli uh, tomorrow. Uh, and this is going to be the Zito's Deli over on the Broadway location. They're going to be located at 8800 Broadway, Suite 108. Uh, we're going to be out there between 12 and 1 p.m. Uh, should be a good time out there. Uh, that is, you know, probably right in the middle of the, the lunch rush. So uh, I'm excited to be out there. I've never actually um, been out there for, for a meal. So I've heard a lot of great things about it. Even looked up their menu online. They've got a lot of great, um, you know, items. Uh, they've got a variety of items there on their menu. Um, they boast, you know, of course, you know, the the, the the fresh baked bread daily uh, out there. I do love Italian uh, food, so I think it's going to be a treat for me. Not to mention, of course, they've got baklava on their dessert menu. You know, so I'm I'm really excited about uh, you know being out there for that, and I can't wait to see you out there. So please, if you are interested in purchasing uh, raffle tickets uh, from us, and you want to you know come say hi, you want to visit with us, you want to grab a nice you know meal out there too uh, while you're at it. So uh, what better way than to come out there to Zito's at 8800 Broadway Suite 108 tomorrow between 12 and one o'clock um, to kind of get you up to date regarding where we're going to be regarding this. Uh, uh, raffle. We've got quite a few different places. Uh, starting off this weekend, we're going to be out at Prince of Peace uh, Catholic Church. So that's going to be Saturday uh, and Sunday. Uh, we're going to be out there after all masses uh, selling raffle tickets as well. So, um, you know, not not to mention the fact that this is a a 
great thing uh, to to get for yourself, uh, an opportunity for this uh, Mercedes-Benz. But more importantly, it's a great way to support your uh, Catholic radio network. You know, the radio network that brings you the good news you know, the radio network that brings you and preaches the holy name of Jesus and the teachings of his church. That's what you do when you're supporting this raffle ticket. So please support our efforts. Um, meet up with us there at Prince of Peace this weekend. Meet up with us at Zito's uh, tomorrow afternoon between 12 and 1 o'clock. Um, we would really appreciate uh, seeing you out there. Also going on, uh, well, let me go back uh, to some of those other locations. So Prince of Peace is what's taking place this Saturday, um, we're gonna, we're not gonna be here, uh, we're not gonna be selling raffle tickets at a church, uh, the 22nd, the weekend of the 22nd, 23rd. We are gonna actually be in Austin, uh, covering the Texas Rally for Life. Uh, but the following weekend, we're gonna be out at Holy Spirit Catholic Church, uh, the weekend of the 29th and 30th. Again, that's Holy Spirit Catholic Church, uh, located over there on Blanco. Uh, real excited to, to go out there. Uh, Miss Letty Spain was instrumental in getting this, uh, you know, coordinated. Um, I really appreciate, you know, Father Antonio uh, allowing us to, to go out there as well. This is going to be awesome. Thank you, Father Servando, uh, there at Prince of Peace for allowing us to come out there this weekend. And the weekend of February 5th and 6th, we're going to be at Our Lady of the Atonement Catholic Church uh, there on Red Robin, uh, just off of 1604. So again, plenty of opportunities um, for you know, for you to, to get your ticket. And again, we're constantly manning the phones. Um, you know, the internet's always available for you. Uh, so again, that's going to be, um, what we can do to, to help you get those tickets. Uh, you know, should you want to go ahead and, you know, give yourself a chance at winning or at winning this Mercedes. And more importantly, as I mentioned earlier, supporting your local Catholic radio network. Um, now going back to January 22nd and covering that, uh, rally for life. So you've got the main Texas rally for life, uh, taking place there in Austin, but locally there's, you know, you, you've got a, a main event taking place there on main plaza. Uh, in fact, so uh, the San Antonio, um, San Antonio Family Association, along with uh, Chavano Family uh, Practice and Allied Women's Center, uh, they're all co-sponsoring this local uh, rally uh, for life. And of course, in, in these rallies, people are getting together. They're not just... They're not just demonstrating against, you know, the, the, the drastic and, you know, drastic decision of Roe versus Wade, but they're getting together. They're going to, you know, they're, they're going to celebrate the Texas heartbeat law. They're going to celebrate, um, the beauty and, and dignity of, of life. And if you've thought that, you know, these are some of the things that you wanted to do, um, in this new year, uh, what better way to, to get involved than, than right now? So again, that's going to take place out at Main Plaza from one to three o'clock. Um, you know, that's again going to be, um, a, there's going to be a march. There's going to be a rally, uh, taking place right there one to three o'clock here in San Antonio. Uh, and of course, if I'm not mistaken, the following weekend, January 30th, there's going to be a, uh, rally for life there in shirts. So I believe that is the San Antonio, uh, right to life foundation uh, is going to be, you know, hosting that event. That's going to be the following Sunday, January 30th. Uh, there in shirts. 
So a lot of great things uh, happening, uh, you know, right now. Uh, again, I can't wait to to see y'all, you know, out there. It, it, when any one of those uh, locations, um, and again, we continue to, you know, we continue to lift up in prayer uh, the family, you know, the parents of uh, Archbishop Gustavo. Uh, we we pray for the healing, Father Oscar. We continue to pray for for uh, for for Father Oscar, for Father Lennon, for Father. Um, Father Will. I mean, there's a, you know, a lot of priests out there that, that need our, our prayers. And there's a lot of people out there that, you know, continue to, to need our prayers, um, due to various illnesses and, and such. And we should continue to lift everybody up in prayer. Uh, but of course, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on our guest. Our, our guest, of course, uh, Mr. Dan Baird, uh, Mr. Mark Steen. Uh, they're going to be on to discuss the Exodus 90 spiritual journey. Um, Dan, of course, I'm not going to, you know, take his bio away from him, but the, the small tidbit, of course, was that, you know, him and I made our, uh, our connection there, uh, at the Axe Retreat. So again, welcome to the program, Dan and Mark. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really glad to have you here today. All right. Thanks Thank for having us. So, you know, before we, uh, you know, before we get started with the talk, you know, if you would, you know, we'll start with Dan first. Um, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Dan? Um, tell us uh, maybe where, where you go to church. Tell us about uh, your family and, um, you, know, you know, what what drove that passion, you know, regarding this, you know, Exodus 90 journey? Uh, I guess I'll start with the, the family piece. That's always the sure. easiest part. <laughs> um, I'm a dad. I'm a father. <clears throat> Been um, married, I guess, 20, well, we're getting close to 20 years here. Praise um, Jesus. And um, I have four kids, uh, two boys that are twins. They're 26 and um, two girls. One's 15 and the other one's 14, and they keep me very busy. Uh, go to St. Matthew's Parish. Uh, we sing in the choir, the children's choir, and um, <clears throat> the whole family's involved in that. And that's how I met Mark. No, that's awesome. And Mark, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, so uh, I also go to St. Matt's, uh, uh, and I have a wife of more years than I remember, 30-something <laughs> years, um, four girls, uh, mostly grown now, uh, spread out across the world. Um, and so I have been at St. Matt's for about 20 years now, I think. It's um, what you call a parish home, huh? yeah. And so it's been a wonderful journey, um, and with my beautiful wife, who uh, has been in my brought me back to the church in so many ways. Um, it's been really a great experience, and every every year there's something new um, to celebrate, and this is one of them. Amen. Now let me add, let me start with you, Dan. So first and foremost, how did you? even hear about this Exodus 90. I know a lot of times uh, people can get information from the internet. Like I've seen Exodus 90 pop up on my Facebook feed a couple of times. I've maybe heard a couple of guys, you know, talk about it just in, in short conversations. But how exactly did, did you hear about it? And is this a, a spiritual exercise that's new? Is it been around for a while? Can you tell us and speak to us about that? Yeah, so <clears throat> Mike Sanchez, uh, one of the um, guys in the choir, he plays guitar. Uh, he had been. Oh wow! That go. fifteen minutes went by quick. <laughs> All right, so we'll get this conversation started here uh, momentarily. Don't change the station. Keep it right there on your GRN local Catholic South and Central Texas station. We'll be right back.
Hey folks, Sean here. I need to tell you that GRN Car Raffle is in full swing. Your chance to win a Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 is right now. Car Raffle tickets are only $25 each or five tickets for $100. Don't miss out. Cruise into the new year in style. To purchase your raffle tickets, call 210-579-9844 or go to grnonline.com forward slash raffle. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. For some couples, praying together is very natural, but for others, prayer may feel awkward or forced. The truth is, there is real power in spouses praying together. So how can couples pray together more? You can begin by blessing each other and your children in the morning, or engage in communal prayer together like the rosary or the mass. You can also ask your spouse, how can you pray for them? Intercede for them and their needs throughout your day as you are driving or cleaning. When parents need guidance in making decisions for the family, this is when the two of you should come before the Lord in faith and ask for help. And when you fall or make poor choices, you should also repent together and ask the Lord for His forgiveness and mercy. Growing in your prayer life is an essential way to develop and deepen your relationship, but also a way for you to support your spouse and love them more profoundly. A threefold cord is not easily broken. To hear more, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. So you're driving to work while listening to Catholic Drive Time. But you're not just driving any car. You're driving a midnight black 2022 GLA 250. Make 2022 your year by supporting the GRN and possibly winning a GLA 250 by going to grnonline.com and buying five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. Raffle ends February 21st and you must be 18 or older to participate. And we are back, folks. This is Sean Rice, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. And I'm your host for uh, the program on Mondays at noon in his vineyard. Uh, We are actually just getting started in our conversation with Mr. Dan Baird uh, and Mark Steen. They're here to talk about the spiritual exercise, um, you know, known as Exodus 90. So before we went to break, uh, Dan was going to get us started uh, in telling us a little bit more about his own personal uh, journey with this. So um, would you pick up where we left off, Dan? Yeah, so um, Mike Sanchez had been telling me about it a little bit. Uh, This was around uh, December 2019. But prior to that, it was September 2019. I just celebrated an anniversary. And um, um, anyway, something happened to my daughter. And my daughter, I, I watched them... I watched them do CPR on her, and she survived, and I was very grateful. And I felt like during that time, I was very prayerful and intentional. Um, but I had a lot of things going on in my head, and I was, uh, to be honest, in somewhat of a dark space. Sure. And um, um, so, so the accident happened, and it kind of shook me up a little bit and opened me up to, uh, I guess, something else. So December rolled around. It was... Um, uh, after Christmas, and Mike Sanchez was telling me about Exodus ninety. You need to just try it. Yeah, it'll be good for you. And he had no idea about any of the stuff I just shared with you at all. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so he, there's a couple of us that we kind of got started. I mean, we did. I didn't really know Mark that well. Uh, I didn't know Glenn that well. I didn't know a lot of the other guys that are on our first team together. Um. But 
that's how we got started. So we just said yes and threw a couple emails and started up at the same time. So do you want to know a little bit about Exodus 90? Absolutely. All right. Yes. So <clears throat> it's really a 90-day boot camp, and uh, it's an opportunity to to read the scripture daily, which is kind of something that we always wanted to do anyways. It's um, it, it pushes you to pray even more intentionally than you did before. And there's something about asceticism and fraternity that really make it stand out from anything that I've done before. Now, can you, uh, can you explain to our listeners what asceticism is? Um, and so I heard a little thing on it just a minute ago in your pre-show stuff, sure. but really asceticism is about self-denial. Um, that's really quite honestly what it's all about. And what changes it for, well, we can go into it more detail, but sure. asceticism is just giving up something that you might normally like to do or that benefits you yourself uh, personally. So it's just a way, uh, so the important part of asceticism for us is really that it it makes more room for God. So Amen. by giving up something, we're actually making room for God to be a part of our life. And because it's intentional, it helps us really get closer to him. So... Um, but that's kind of what got it started. Uh, I was kind of open to it. I didn't know a lot about it. I had no idea what I was going to be doing for the next 90 days when we said yes. And uh, that's, <laughs> I'll, I'll let Mark elaborate a little bit more on that. Yeah, perfect cue. I like that. Yeah, so let's let's bring on Mark Steen over here. Why don't you tell us first, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, Mark, where you go to church. Uh, and like Dan, what is it about you know the Exodus ninety spiritual exercise that uh, was attractive to you? What was going on in in your life, maybe uh, that you know that kind of prompted you to say yes? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So along the same time that Dan was talking about, um, we're both in the uh, in the choir at the children's mass at um, St. Matt's together, and you know Mike would was bringing up the Exodus ninety um, over the couple of years before that period, you know, I had done an acts retreat and been uh, both a retreatant and, and uh, giving the retreat. And, um, and it was an awesome experience, acts is. It, uh, and, you know, I've done other retreats and other programs and groups and things um, and appreciated them a lot. And um, just, and at that time, uh, when Mike was bringing up Exodus ninety, it was I was pretty hesitant actually. Yeah. Um, just I don't was know. Was it the fear of the unknown? Would you it say was, or, it was yeah. the fear of the unknown? It was I'm just so dang busy right now. I don't want to <laughs> do it. You know, it was that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but um, Mike and Luis and Dan, you know, we're just talking and and Dan stood up. And said, "Okay, I'll in in a group of Exodus ninety. It's a fraternity. Sure, um, the asceticism is one piece of it, but the fraternity is is the foundation. Um, that the group of men that are together really support each other. Um, and so, but to kind of drive it, there is someone I, who is a leader." Okay. I, that's big air quotes around leader because yeah. um, it's very, very cooperative. Um, and so when Dan said that he would, and I was off the hook of getting roped into it, I said, <laughs> okay, all right, I'll try it. Um, and so that's where it began for me. 
Um, and so uh, we started in that at the big right before all of the COVID lockdown and everything, you know, a couple of months before that was when we, we started together. And it was um, a very, uh, a, it's a different kind of, of program, I think, than a lot of stuff that I've done personally. Sure. In what way would you say? Um, I think the big thing about it for me mm-hmm. is the structure Okay. Uh, it is like Dan said. There's readings every day. Um, there's there is an app that helps guide you through that. Provides the readings. Provides some uh, insight on what you've been reading and and um and then the fraternity itself is very designed to kind of walk you through at what's what's in what we've been doing recently. Uh, that I've really liked the the term, and it's not a new term at all. But create an examined life, mm-hmm. where we're intentional about giving ourselves up. Yeah, um, and and it's that structure around it and the support of the fraternity that has really opened it up to me. No, I like that. Really, pre- I mean, you know, um, actually during the the Advent season, of course, you know, Dan had thrown an invitation out to to me. Uh, so I have just a limited scope <laughs> on, on, on this Exodus 90. I am familiar with the app, at least. You know, I, I am familiar with the app. Um, but it is interesting how you say and you use um, the, the word fraternity, you know, that, that brotherhood, you know, and, you know, they're there to, to really help you along this, this journey. You know, that, that's real important that you've got other men, other brothers that you can lean upon uh, when you're going through this self-denial. Because, I mean, there, there's things, uh, you know, what, what are some things that you would give up, would you say? Dan, would, could you answer that question? What yeah, are some so of those things? <clears throat> one simple one that I have taken with me from the very beginning was uh, using your cell phone in front of other people. Sure. Um, so, you know, I have kids and I'm constantly on them about put your cell phone down like at dinner time and when we're together, like I'm here, you can talk to me. You don't right. have to be on the phone at the same time playing and texting other people. And so it's about being more intentional. So when you said um, better father, I feel like that one discipline yeah. of putting my phone down when I'm with the kids yeah. has helped me connect with my kids a lot better. Amen. Um, so that's one example. Yeah. Um, can I tell you a little bit about Exodus 90 and how it got yeah, started? Yeah, please. Yeah. Tell us how it got started. Tell us about the history of it. So um, Exodus started as a real solution to, real, to a real problem, uh, and I'm reading from the website, and you can go to Exodus90.com, and you can read it for yourself. But he basically states that a priest that he had known uh, from high school was assigned at a seminary in 2011, and when he arrived, he realized that as good as the attentions of these young men were in their desires to serve the church, many idols plagued them. They were not free to be who God was calling them to be for his people. And so he found um, he, he thought he found that the book of Exodus provided a perfect example of um, and, and it highlighted the tradition of asceticism, which again is a fancy word for acts of self denial. And um, he gathered five guys, and together they prayed, they practiced asceticism, and they met together regularly for ninety days, and it worked. He piloted it with many other groups over the next few years, and they all experienced the freedom that. They, they, they were intending. Eventually, they asked, if we need Exodus, what about other men? And so that's how James Baxter got involved 
Um, and um, so it was in late 2015, um, and you can read his story, um, but that's kind of the inception of the whole Exodus 90 deal. An old friend of his from seminary, his name is Nathaniel. He'll be here in San Antonio on February 1st. He showed up one day and said that God was calling him to work because he, um, and he helped adapt and update the Exodus 90 app uh, that we currently use today. And he oh. also helped with the biblical series, and they got support from Bishop uh, Rhodes uh, from where they're at. They had 750 men in their first year, and they didn't think much of it. But 90 days into Easter in January of 2017, they added another, another 1,500 men, all from word of mouth, guys telling wow. guys about it. To date, they've reached over 50,000 men in more than 70 countries. Wow. And so it's not a small deal. It's kind of grown to be a big deal. Yeah, but absolutely. I, but I don't think people know about it. Right. And I think men really need it. So right. that's why we're here. No, it, exactly. You know, and I, I would go back and, and, and ask you, um, one of the, obviously this is a 90-day spiritual journey, right? And the next Bit start startup for it is I think what the seventeenth yeah. of this month Seven right days yeah in in just a week's time okay so again you know folks if you're listening you know look into this whole Exodus ninety journey men out there you know if you're wanting to grow deeper into your faith if you've resolved in this new year that you need to do and that you want to do things different check out the Exodus ninety uh, you know spiritual exercise women what about the men in your lives you, you know. Uh, I think this is, you know, really awesome. Like I said, prior to speaking to you, uh, you know, over lunch, I think last week or a couple weeks back, when when you brought it up to me, um, you know, regarding it, and when y'all when you invited me during the Advent season, I probably only heard it about it one one time before. But you're right, you know, something uh, like this that can help us men grow in holiness, that can allow us to, you know, to to practice those those simple acts of self-denial like you you know just saying just putting the phone down i mean my wife will tell you i mean i'm the worst at it you know i've got my phone glued to me and i always tell her look i'm working okay <laughs> but, I use that still too, yes I, i'm working on my phone i'm not just messing around on the phone uh but you know i, I think that's great i'm glad that you know you could be here to, to talk about it um can you tell us a little bit about your first experience um you know with with the Exodus 90, you know, journey. Mark, you know, would you start us off with that? So, yeah, when we started, um, the, the program kind of, it can start anytime just okay. to let anybody know. Sure. Um, that, but often we, it tries to start 90 days before Easter. Okay. And you finish your 90 days with the greatest celebration of the year. Amen. Um, and so we, we started our group with nine men, um, that we all, we, we all knew each other. From, from church and from Acts. Um, we would meet at, at the church uh, once a week uh, to basically, it was just to discuss how our week went. Yeah. Um, the 90 days is fairly rigorous, you know, reading and prayer and introspection that you take. Um, if you are familiar with Lent and the Lenten uh, traditions, yeah. it's, it's very similar to that. Sure. Um, and so we would discuss our week, discuss what went well, what didn't go well, what right. we thought we could do better. Right. Um, and during that time, uh, as, as an example, one, one of our brothers, uh, actually two of our brothers, their parents passed away. Mm. Uh, a very, and this was dur during the COVID lockdown. 
Um, so we gave each other support that wasn't at certainly at that time that was very difficult. Um, and it grew from there. I mean, our bonds grew among each other, um, even even after the initial 90 days. Uh, it is very much like any kind of, of group with knights or with acts or whatever. You yeah. grow with each other in spirit. Yeah. No, amen, amen. And Dan, you know, uh, when you first started your journey, obviously, there, like you said, you were coming out of a, a period of, Maybe some spiritual darkness, let's say, mm-hmm. right? Um, how do you think, and how would you, you know, explain to those listening to us today? You know, what was probably the most profound impact of Exodus ninety for you, and in that first experience? Oh, the first ninety days. <clears throat> so the ninety day, the first ninety days is really meant to shake things up. Sure. I mean, it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. And it's supposed to be challenging. And uh, you have a list of things that you can't do and you shouldn't do during yeah. that 90-day period. And it's hard. It's really hard. I- I'll give you one thing that most people, most guys in particular, hate. I mean, I hate it too, but taking a cold shower is yeah. really hard to do. <laughs> yeah. But how much time do you save by taking a cold shower versus a hot shower. Sure. I mean, just think about the amount of time that you get back because you're rushing through it. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And, and let me let me say to that that it's it's the disciplines and the asceticism is is also an opportunity to remind yourself why you're doing it. Every every thing you know, if it's if it's not having uh, soda is is a discipline for for that period or whatever it is. For me, it's every time I, you know, have lunch at Whataburger, says, oh, wait, I've, I'm going to not get a Coke today. Yeah. And, for, and in my mind, it actually turns into a prayer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I remember why I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, so it's not just self-denial, it's self-denial with a purpose and with a real response. Amen. Now, you know, you talk about how the um, it's designed to be 90 days out from, from Easter, right? So this actually almost doubles the Lenten effort, so to speak. I mean, you said yourself, Mark, that the Exodus 90 journey, um, the ex- the asceticism, the self-denial. I mean, a lot of these things, most people would probably give up anyway, uh, maybe on a smaller level for, for, for Lent. I mean, of course, I'm guilty of it myself. You know, you always tend to pick out something that maybe you could do without, you know, it's not really sacrificial, you know, per se. Some people give up chocolate. Some people give up, you know, they try to give up smoking, you know, they, you know, cut out caffeine and, and whatever, um, and which are which is good. You know, it's that practice of giving something that you know maybe uh, that that we you know tend to to do, and maybe that we feel um, is going to impact us spiritually. But in in what I'm hearing with this whole Exodus ninety journey, this takes it to a whole new level. W- would you agree with that? I mean, you're talking about cold showers, you know, mortification, you know, self-denial. You know, you're talking about, I mean, what are some other examples of self-denial? It, it's also the stuff that you get in return. Yeah. So it, it's easy to focus on the negatives, like sure. I can't do this or I can't do that or I can't have this. But, you know, how much better would your life be if you just listened to Christian music for 90 days versus, or, or Catholic radio for 90 days or, or whatever it is for 90 days yeah. versus what you normally would listen to? Like, it's about changing your mindset. You yeah. know, this was hard, um, um, abstaining from uh, 
it's New Year's. Yeah. I mean, we're in the New Year's season. Everybody's wanting to do something, yeah, to and add something to right. their lives, to change their, you know, right. exercise. They're all resolving Resolve. to do something different, but right? How long does that last? Yeah. And how do you make that a habit? And that's that's the part that really is important. The 90 days is, yes, it's it's hard, but it's really about creating new habits for your life. You know, I, I can't go a day without wanting to read scripture. Amen. Like, and that wasn't that wasn't me three years ago or two years ago. You know, I can't go a day without thanking God for my family or, you know, just all the many blessings that we have. That wasn't me three years ago or two years ago, you know, but now it is. Every day is like that because the 90 days was used to sculpt me into thinking things differently. And 20 days is not enough. 40 days is not enough. You need the full 90 days to really get that experience. Right. I think um, in... In, in hearing that, uh, of course, you know, they say sometimes it, it can take a, a month, maybe, you know, four or five weeks to actually create good habits, you, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, along those lines of the 90 days, I mean, that, that is, you know, of course, the first couple of weeks will probably, you know, be a little difficult, you know. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I get, I get that. But like you said, you know, you remind yourself as to why you're doing it. Right, and you stay centered on on that, and not to mention the fact that, I mean, at the same at the same time, it helps us. Um, I think you know become better Christians, you know, better Catholics, you know, better like I, I was saying earlier, better husbands and fathers, because now you are living an intentional life. You, you know, you are doing things that, um, and like you said, not to to focus on the negatives. Oh, I can't have this. I can't have that. But you know what? I'm listening to, I'm, I'm reading scripture more, you know, I'm learning more about my faith. I'm diving into the catechism more, you know, and there, and things there like are that. definitely positive. Yeah. The asceticism and the disciplines are not, I'm giving up. That's just right. how pe- most people do it. There's a, a, a practice of exercising regularly. We can't have a healthy spiritual life if we don't have a healthy body. Right. A practice of, of listening to, uplifting music sure don't you know and and those are positive things that you practice and promise to as well and for for what you get out of it is a very personal growth that if the fraternity is very important but it is a very personal experience of what you want to get out of it right um if if you want to grow if you want to become a better husband, uh, my my wife tells me this often when when I'm misbehaving. It's like, <laughs> you know, those ninety days, you were much nicer. Uh, just to just to remind you, um, you know, if you start that, there is that habit that even it's not something that's easy. It's not something that's that is consistent even. A lot of our discussions as as brothers is, I wish I had done better. I'm going to do better. Uh, or the converse. It was a really great week. Yeah. Now, you uh, said earlier, of course, the two words that you know keep coming to the forefront here, asceticism and, and fraternity, right? So during your first fraternity, uh, how many men uh, were part of that first fraternity so we had nine nine men initially, okay, and, and most of them lasted the whole ninety days. Sure, um, and then there's an opportunity to continue your ninety days afterwards, and you know it, it dwindled down, but 
we're we're still meeting. The three yeah. of us are still meeting on a regular basis. And and our meetings that was over that was two years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. And our meetings are not consistent. Like I'm a member of the Axe, and I've 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 done Max many times. I've yeah. done um, Knights of Columbus. I've, I've been very involved in Knights of Columbus and things of that nature. Um, and all those meetings are great, and they all serve a purpose. And then you leave. Yeah. And then oftentimes you don't get to carry away the spiritual aspect of whatever the reason was that you were there for with you on a daily basis. So Exodus 90 amplifies that. Amen. And wow, we are going to break, folks. We're going to continue this wonderful conversation with Dan Baird and Mark Steen of San Antonio Exodus 90. Don't change the station. We will be right back. So you're driving to work while listening to Catholic Drive Time. But you're not just driving any car. You're driving a midnight black 2022 GLA 250. Make 2022 your year by supporting the GRN and possibly winning a GLA 250 by going to grnonline.com and buying five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. Raffle ends February 21st and you must be 18 or older to participate. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard the church criticized for defending celibacy? What about for defending marriage? Have you ever heard it accused of showing contempt for women, but also sneered at because only women go there? Have you ever heard it attacked for asceticism, but also for extravagance? How about for being dull? How about for being too garish? How about for being too worldly? or too unworldly, or insisting that people confess their sins, or showing too much mercy to sinners. Notice any contradiction among the critics? G.K. Chesterton says, here's a broad and simple test. If you hear a thing being accused of being too tall and too short, too red and too green, too bad in one way, and too bad also in the opposite way, then you may be sure that it is very good. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. It was somewhat of an accident, and I have a lot of windshield time driving for work, and usually I'm listening to my gospel music, and so I wanted to find something else different, and so I started scrolling. I found Guadalupe Radio. I started listening to it on a regular basis, and what I realized, had I found this station years ago, my conversion would have probably happened years ago. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. And welcome back, folks. This is Sean Rice, and you're listening to In His Vineyard. I am joined in studio with Dan Baird and Mark Steen of San Antonio Exodus 90. Um, Again, before we were so rudely interrupted by the break, (laughs) you know, Dan, why don't you pick up where you left off? We were talking, of course, about the fraternal aspect of it, um, and we were talking about how um, you know in the beginning y'all you know started off with nine y'all have re- some of y'all have been able to maintain uh, the the fraternal organization and such. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> none of us knew that it was longer than ninety days. I'll just get that out ah. the gate. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but the change actually happens in the first 90 days so that's really the most important part uh what we've experienced since that 90 days is mm-hmm. is different and it's it's been new and i was mentioning like acts and knights of columbus and things like that and we pray together and and oftentimes when you're with brotherhoods that are uh similar to that we go off we go into tangents and we talk about our lives we talk about work we talk about all that stuff our meetings our fraternity meetings are not like that at all our fraternity meetings are dedicated to him and yeah. and and it's it's about introspection sure. and us holding each other accountable and so i'd like mark to talk about that piece so we yeah and and our meetings are short are short um we use and it's every fraternity is different that's sure. the first thing it's what do what do you need as men to to support each other and for us we have a short meeting um we do ours on Sunday mornings, um, and we spend half an hour or so maybe talking with each other uh, specifically about how we've been blessed this week, how we've been challenged, and and focusing on Exodus and our journey. Um, it is, like Dan said, different than a lot of other groups that that we have been part of that are more focused on an an external mission sure um sure. that we have focused our fraternity internally amen for, for lack of a better way to say it i guess right. that we are supporting each other to grow yeah um and that's what's really driven us to continue um like like we said you know uh we couldn't meet personally after of few months into our program um, and we had a decision at that point do we continue or do we adapt and through the last two years we've adapted a few times to different needs uh, we went to uh, zoom meetings every week and it's actually been quite successful for us it uh, we've talked about it a couple of times among each other is that it is kind of difficult sometimes to have a physical space every week that you have to reserve and go yeah. to and take time out of your day to drive to it, drive back. We've been able to really be supportive with our Zoom meetings, that we, but we still meet. We'll, we'll meet probably three three weeks out of the month on Zoom, and you know once every every month or six weeks we'll get together. Um, it might be to, to go for a walk um, and do the same thing, yeah. but together. It's been really about what we need as men, as each other. Amen. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent. I, anyone who knows me well, have heard, you know, they've heard me say it time and time again. I mean, men need men. You know, men need men to, to lean upon. I mean, we know each other's struggles. We know uh, the, the demands um, that, that we're up against. You know, we're called to be the spiritual, uh, you know, the, the, you know, we're the fathers of our households. We're the husbands in our households. I mean, we're the spiritual leaders of our households. Um, so in, in hearing more about this, you know, I, I'm glad that we've got a chance to, uh, highlight it and, and talk about it, uh, also. And, uh, you know, could you tell me, you know, there, there's an event going on that you, uh, you know, spoke about, uh, in February 
in fact. Uh, tell me more about the event going on in February. Yeah, so February 1st, uh, Nathaniel, um, one of the guys I mentioned in the, in the story. He's one of the founding f- yeah, one members of the founding or guys. so? Yep. Okay. He's coming down with his family. Uh, they have this, um, they call it a tailgate party. And they're bringing the big old truck, and okay. we're going to do some tailgate type style of games. And um, you know, we've we've thrown out the invitation to the other Exodus men in San Antonio and Austin. Right now, we there's there's quite a few actually. There's more than you would think. Um, and um, so we're all just committing to try to meet with Nathaniel and to be together. Um, granted, it's it's a an asceticism. You know, in the first ninety days, you're doing asceticism. Sure. And you're not necessarily drinking beer but for those that aren't or they're in a different place um this is actually going to be at the busted sandal um which is a craft brewery um it's a nice way to get guys together uh, <laughs> and uh the water is going to be we're going to have free water supported by our council knights of columbus um but yeah it's <clears throat> if you want more information san antonio exodus 90 at gmail.com we'd be glad to send you an invite and uh Get you hooked up. Now, the tailgate party, uh, again, this is to grow um, the awareness for Exodus 90. Is that what it's? Yeah, that's part of the intent. It's also a a chance for a lot of the guys that have done fraternities uh, throughout the city for us to gather. Uh, Again, we're not all at the same place. You know, some men are abstaining from this, you know, from alcohol at that time. Some of them are not. So, you know, it, it changes with every part of the program that you're in so right right now again regarding the um you know regarding the experience i, I want to talk more uh, about the experience you know we've got just a, a few minutes left in in the conversation we've got about five minutes um we've heard your takeaway you know from from um your own experience uh, from the both of you okay um you know for so for from each of you uh what would be you know a a reason that someone out there listening right now, uh, of course, would take up this challenge. You know, I, I know to some people it may sound daunting, but of course the the rewards, spiritual rewards, are great. You know, but what would be your main, um, you know, kind of pitch? Let's say <clears throat> we're told every week to pray, and we're told every week in mass to read and to do all these things. A lot of guys, well, I didn't, I'll just speak for myself. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that right. and how to do it effectively. And and I needed a program to tell me exactly what to do on every single day. Sure. I mean, sorry, I'm pretty smart, but there are some things that I needed help with. Yeah. And so this provided me with that structure. Um, and I guess my biggest takeaway for me, besides you know the stuff that we talked about with asceticism yeah. and um, fraternity, is my prayer life has improved significantly um, only because that's part of the challenge is to spend time quietly with God. And Exodus 90 forces you to do that. It doesn't force you. Let's say it recommends it repeatedly and that gets kind of ingrained in your head. And quite honestly, that's the only time you can really listen to the spirit, right? Is when you're quiet. And so having that added, having, having prayer life as a central part of my being yeah. um, has really opened me up to his presence, and and that's why I'm here. I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. Amen. So, you know, yeah. we're, you know, I, I heard, uh, I heard it, um, you know, Father's homily yesterday. You know, Father Marchin, you know, he said, you know, our our first vocation is to be a saint. You know, our our first vocation is to is, is to you know 
get to heaven and bring others of course, you know, and bring as many people as we can with us. You know, that's what we're called to do. And of course, our vocations as husbands, uh, as fathers and such. I mean, we're called to ensure that, you know, we are, we're, we're doing the right things, um, in helping get our family members to heaven. But to what you were talking about earlier, you know, just the internal, uh, conversion that we're called to un- undertake every day, the continual dying to self, you experience that in the asceticism. I mean, people, you know, and you've got these these terms, like you said, you know, that just fancy words that we put on simple ideas. You know, asceticism is self denial. You know, practicing that that dying to self in in small manners. You know, from from uh, disregarding your phone for for a couple of hours uh, to you know. Doing more of, you know, that's what I always think about those Lenten exercises. Some people ask me sometimes, hey, what are you giving up for, for Lent? Well, I'm not giving up anything this year. I'm actually doing more of, you know, so I mean, you can do that. And, and I love how, um, you know, Exodus 90 allows you to, to, to participate in that, but grow, uh, exponentially in, in your spiritual life. I mean, that's great. And I love that phrase. I mean, you're, you're doing these things with intent. Right. You know, you're doing it with intent. And what about you, Mark? I know, of course, you guys had kind of done this and got started together with that. What would be, you know, a big reason that you would, um, if I was, a, you know, if I'm a listener out there, you know, tuning in right now, again, you've got a ton of people listening to you right now. Um, we're leading up to the, you know, to, to the beginning of, of Lent uh, here, probably in the next, uh, you know, month and a half or, or so or month or so. But how can this improve their own spiritual life? I think probably to a man out there, um, everybody's always wanting to do better. They want to be better, whatever, whatever the adjective to that is, right? A yeah. better husband, a better what, a better a Christian, a better father. And we're always seeking to do that. We're seeking different ways to do that every, every hour. Um, this this experience is an answer to that and if if you want it to be uh, if if you want to have a better relationship with God, if you want to have a better prayer life um, we have we haven't even touched on the growth of prayer through this program yeah uh, we just ran out of time essentially. Uh, but there's a lot to say on prayer and how it makes us better. Do you pray together as a fraternity on these uh, on these Zoom calls? I mean, are, are there uh, prayer exercises? Do y'all pray the rosary together? Do y'all pray anything like that together at so all? It, it's all in the app. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it it tells you exactly what you need to say. Yeah, and by saying what what you're told to say, it, it you. You're definitely praying. I mean, we add stuff to it. Sure. You know, occasionally yeah. we'll do. What One thing that yeah. we've done, because we've done this for, for two years, we've followed the app when we need to. And then other times we'll, we'll come to the end of a section and say, you know, let's do something different. Yeah. And we'll spend a month doing a different kind of study or praying yeah. together differently. Um. And that's the benefit of having that freedom within your own fraternity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is an exercise that you undertake together with you and your brothers, um, you know, during these, you know, spiritual exercises that, I mean, it's nothing has to be cookie cutter, 
You know, I mean, you, you kind of tailor this um, to, to meet your own spiritual needs and, and your own spiritual growth. With exactly. That. Exactly right. And that's and that's how we've I think mostly accidentally. That's what we've yeah. done. Um, <laughs> we we had no clue. Like Dan said at the beginning, I thought 90 days. OK, I can manage 90 days. And. Then that ended and said, well, you know, there's some more you could do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the, so this kicks off this Exodus 90 journey kicks off when again? On Monday. On, so next Monday. So the call out really is, you know, find a couple guys that you want to learn more from or get to know or, or whatever, but it doesn't take much. You just need a small group of men. You sign up on the app. Um, you get started on Monday, January 17th together, and um, it's really quite that simple. There's even a seven-day grace period where they, get, they, they let you have the app for free, and you can feel it out yourself. But January 7th, you just need a 17th. You just need a small group of guys. It doesn't take much. Uh, everybody's always worried about, like, well, when do we meet? It'll all fall into place if you let the Holy Spirit help you. So get a group of guys together. Group of guys. And go to exodus90.com. That tells you how to start this fraternity. Download the app. Yep. Um, and that's, that's it. And that's start really your all it takes. I mean, yeah. but it, it's still, I mean, I know a lot of people out there listening, but I don't know anybody or I don't know what to do. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you can um, send us an email. Send us an email. We've got one or two people that are looking for something. What is that email address? San, uh, San Exodus 90 at gmail.com. Again, folks, at San Antonio Exodus 90.com at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yes, folks, thank you for tuning in today. We'll be back next week at noon for another episode of In His Vineyard. God bless you and thank you for tuning in. Between now and February 21st, the GRN is raffling off a 2022 GLA 250 in Midnight Black. And this sweet beauty of a car can be all yours by going to grnonline.com and purchasing five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. All proceeds support Catholic Radio on the GRN. Now that's a deal that's all right, all right, all right. Mother Teresa said, let no one come to you without leaving better or happier. This is how we try to live our personal and professional lives. We're Rob and Camille DeMaio, proud sponsors of Guadalupe Radio here in San Antonio. Our team of realtors can help you through every step of buying or selling a home. For more information, call us at 210-488-1144 for real estate help in San Antonio and throughout the United States. Rob and Camille DeMaio, your real estate team. 210-488-1144. Guadalupe Radio Network wants you to know the church will receive its perfection only in the glory of heaven at the time of Christ's glorious return. Until that day, the church progresses on her pilgrimage amidst this world's persecutions and God's consolations. Here below, she knows that she is in exile far from the Lord and longs for the full coming of the kingdom when she will be united in glory with her king. 
The church, and through her the world, will not be perfected in glory without great trials. Only then will all the just from the time of Adam, from Abel the just one to the last of the elect, be gathered together in the universal church in the Father's presence. Paragraph 769 in the Catechism. Read and learn more today in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.